Welcome to Otaku American. This is Mikey Fresh here. Today's installment of Otaku American. I'm just going to really focus on some of the stuff that's been going on uh, recently in regards to things I've noticed in regards to gaming and anime and that kind of thing. The thing that brings gaming and anime kind of like in like a great like symmetry, I guess you could say, or like an amalgamation kind of thing of anime meets video gaming is probably the uh edge runner cyberpunk 2077 uh situation where um the anime came out on netflix i believe september 13th and that anime is you know it's a quality quality anime uh by you know in that industry standards i guess um i really enjoyed it uh it's funny because that anime because i i played cyberpunk before i played it when it first came out uh i believe that was back in 2020 the end of 2020 and i mean it cyberpunk it was all right i mean i was playing it on i think i was playing it on xbox series so um it had its issues. I mean, to this day, it still has certain issues. I would, I would like. I'm, I'm happy to say most of those issues have been rectified for the most part, especially on a PC build. Um, but um, Cyberpunk Edge Runners just made me want to play the Cyberpunk 2077 game, which was, you know, it's it's not every day that like an anime makes you want to just, you know, get back into a game. But I think what the anime does, which worked out great for Cyberpunk 77, uh, 2077, was that the anime puts you in the world. I I don't want to say it puts you in the world better than the game because the game puts you in the world pretty good. But the problem was with the game was there was so many issues with the game that either a the people who played the game. Like, even though you enjoyed the world that you were immersed in, you couldn't get past all the bugs and the glitches and everything else that was going on. Or B, because of those people who were talking about the game, who've played the game, there was a lot of people who've never played the game because they were afraid. Not necessarily afraid, but they just didn't want to deal with a game that was perceived to be broken, which it was at that time. Not broken in like a way that it couldn't be fixed because clearly it's been fixed. It's, uh, I mean, Cyberpunk 2077 is like this console generation's version of probably No Man's Sky, which No Man's Sky now is like a phenomenal game. It's like, you know, a top 10 game. But when it launched, it was not anywhere close to that, just like Cyberpunk 70, uh, 2077. So, um, yeah, but... Um, because of those factors, the fact that, A, the people who played it, it was, you know, like me personally, it was a good game. It's just that it had too many problems. And then, B, because people like myself had, you know, roared a mouth or people were on their podcast or, you know, social media or something like that, um, talking negatively, you could say, about the game, it caused a lot of other people not to play it. So... The fact that they were gradually, CD Projekt Red was gradually fixing the game as time went on. Um, and then, you know, I guess they, they fixed it to a point where they were like, all right, let's release this anime. Or maybe the anime was done and they just decided to release it. 
but it seemed like it was like the perfect storm because a lot of uh i think that patch the edge runner patch which was uh 1.06 came out like shortly after or shortly before um edge runners came out and when edge runners came out you know everybody's and you're enthralled with you know uh d as in david and all the things that go on with him and everything else and some of the uh cyberware that is featured in the anime it kind of just makes you want to go ahead and just turn the game on or for me personally i had to re-download the game onto my console and play the game over again it's funny because i didn't even finish the game i just you know it got so it, it got so out of control that there were other games i just went on and played so i never even bothered going back to it plus it then i guess it got to also a point where i was like all right let me take this game off my hard drive because you know i got other games i want to play and it's just taking up space it's taking up resources so i was like all right but then i re-downloaded the game picked up right where i left off and I do, I did notice the differences right off the bat. And <laughs> it's funny because some of the, some of the glitches and the, uh, some of the other things that were wrong with the game kind of made the game a little easy because there were things that would happen. Either guys would already be dead or, um, missions would be like complete mainly because everybody you're supposed to deal with are already dispatched. So, um, but then there were also, also other issues where, you know, you will get to the end of a board and then you can't leave because somebody, like I had one where the guy I was with ran out the room and then I'm running right after him and I can't open the door. So I'm stuck in the room. So those were some of the glitches, but they fixed a lot of that stuff. So I know they fixed it. The updates are so heavy that I know a lot of people who just disregarded their original save and started all over again so um and they've had no issues for the most part um i mean there's certain things left in cyberpunk that could be fixed like for instance the piece uh the police uh, mechanic where you know something happens and like you do something and then the police catches eye of it and currently from the last time i played it the police would just pop up like you'll be standing there and then you turn around and the police officers like right there coming after you rather than them being in like a car and pulling up and then getting out the car and then engaging with you at that moment. So uh, I hear they're trying to fix that and trying to get that ready uh, fixed and everything else. And there were also other issues with like police officers and the police issue really was just uh extension of the issue that they had with just people populating npcs populating the world anyway so a lot of that was fixed for the most part so i guess they had to go step by step by step so that made sense but um to go back to uh the cyberpunk with edge runners um expansion slash anime um i would surmise that there's probably going to be more anime coming out in regards to the cyberpunk world because i know cd project red had released some stuff on twitter talking about um you know they are they're definitely in um talks slash they would like to proceed in like i guess fleshing out the uh cyberpunk 77 world 2077 world 
So, and then even in their uh, their tweet that they said in regards, because like the last time I, I was looking at some numbers and the last time Cyberpunk uh, 2077 had the numbers that it's having right now is probably when it first launched. That first month it was out is the numbers are exceeding that, those numbers back then. And those numbers were pretty good up until the decline happened. And now you're you're getting more than just people who had the game already replaying the game or redownloading game. Now you're actually having people buy the game and try it for the first time. So that's always a good thing. But like I said, um, because of the reaction and how everybody is like coming toward the game, especially because of the anime being so good, I could see them easily making more anime and everything else to go in line with the lore and the story and everything else of Cyberpunk 2077. I mean, Cyberpunk is, you know, a well-known, well, within its industry, within its niche, it's a well-known franchise because there have been other Cyberpunk games that have come out over the years. Most of them were like, you know, um, pen and paper kind of stuff. But... It is a known um, franchise, you could say. So, but I'm definitely looking. If they if they're gonna tell me they're gonna make another like Edge Runners, it doesn't even have to be Edge Runners. It could be some other group that's in the cyberpunk world. Because I mean, Edge Runners and Net Runners are primarily focused in that anime, but they could talk about other things. And like it'd be kind of similar to like Star Wars, where they start coming out with stuff to you know kind of flesh out some of the other groups that are in the in the uh, game so that you know maybe there'll be another cyberpunk game or even like other anime and tv shows and that kind of stuff i don't really want to see any live action stuff but that's a whole nother kind of conversation so So on some other gaming news, uh, you had Deathloop that just recently dropped on, um, I think it was last week, on uh, Xbox Series, and of course, uh, some new content was uh, dropped on um, PlayStation. Uh, I'm probably starting to play uh, Shipbreakers, which is a very popular game on PC side, uh, that has also released, I believe it released the same day as uh, Deathloop on uh, Xbox series uh so um and another game that came out that i kind of slept on but i know a couple of people and i know some people are really into and you know um it's basically (laughs) the funny thing is it's basically xbox and playstations um because it's available on xbox and playstation along with switch but uh it's basically animal crossing but with disney and it's from what I hear, because I haven't played it firsthand, but I know a lot of people who have played it. And it's um, it's basically Animal Crossing meets Stardew Valley. And I plan on starting it up. I'm a little apprehensive because it's uh, it. Well, the name of the game is Disney's Dream Light uh, and Valley. And um, I'm well, Dream Light Valley. And I'm I'm a little apprehensive because I'm not the biggest uh, the big biggest Disney fan, 
So I don't know how hardcore Disney it is, but um, if it's like Stardew Valley and uh, Animal Crossing, which are two games I love to play, uh, maybe I'll give it a shot. But if it's too heavy on a Disney, I'm going to have to fall, have it fall by the wayside. But if you're a DC, if you're a Disney fan, then it's probably something that you may want to look into uh, if you haven't already. I know it's available on Game Pass. Uh, on um, obviously on Xbox, and um, I think it's in early access right now. So that means if you were to want to play it on another console, you would have to probably pay for Founder's Edition. Um, yeah. So you know, if you like, I said, if you have an Xbox or access to an access to an Xbox, your best bet is to get it on Game Pass and check it out. But if you know you're going to like if you like those type of games and you like Disney, then, you know, the early Founders Edition would make sense. But I because there's a Founders Edition, I'm led to believe that it's going to be a free to play game eventually once it goes into launch official launch status. So but uh, speaking of games that have Founders Editions, um, I know I believe it's October 4th is when the official opening of uh overwatch 2 comes out and from what i from what i've been hearing if you have overwatch 1 by the time overwatch 2 comes out you will have to switch over to overwatch 2 from 1 because they're going to stop running uh over overwatch 1 because they're not going to run both of them uh at the same time which you know, to some extent, I can under I can understand that. So, um, especially considering it's going to be free to play. So, if it's going to be free to play, they're going to need as many resources as possible to uh, play the game. So, you know, why have those servers spent on a game that I don't think that many people are playing Overwatch One? To be perfectly honest, so you know. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I know I already uh, signed up for the Founders Edition. And, um, you know, whether a game's going to be free to play or not doesn't matter to me because I was going to play Overwatch 2 regardless. So I also want to play Valorant, but I'm kind of waiting now for Valorant to come out on uh, when it comes out, when it releases on Xbox and just play it on Xbox. Because I would, I would play it on my PC, but I don't really spend a lot of time playing video games on my PC. So most of my my nowadays my PC is primarily used for uh, productivity and for like my freelance work and that's pretty much it. So, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, Overwatch 2 coming out and it's coming out. Like I said, it launches October 4th and this show is being recorded on September 29th. So it's you know it's right around the corner. Um, I believe it's this coming Monday. So. Um, I know for those of you who uh, plan on attending uh, Comic-Con, there were some tickets left. Um, they had some issues with their uh, reservations. And I believe starting today, the re- reservations are back online. So, you know, if you want to cop yourself a ticket, there's still some tickets left. When I last checked, I think it was Thursday, Friday and Sunday 
that had days, uh, those single days were left and the four day digital pass was still available. Um, I'm not sure how the four day digital pass would work, but um, yeah, it was available. So I'm still kind of, for me personally, I'm still on the fence. If I get one, it'll probably be tomorrow. Um, see if there's anything left. Um, because, you know, how Read Pop, they make it seem like it's, it was like about to crash. So but I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's the case because I mean, Comic Con is next week. So New York Comic Con is next week. So um, we'll see. Um, if I go, it'll probably be Friday, Thursday or Friday. So, um, because those are my days off and I haven't really made plans really to go to Comic Con. So, um, yeah. But uh, other than that, I don't think there's anything else that I want to talk about as of right now. Uh, I know today, uh, as of the day that this is being recorded, um, episode seven, I think, of She-Hulk has been released. So I'll probably have a little extra added to this, or maybe I'll just talk about it to lead in next uh, episode. So, but with that said, uh, for Otaku, by Otaku, thanks for listening, guys, and peace.